Hello, everybody. This is Jesse and Jerry V. And this is our podcast to give you updates about our ministry, the church planting that's going on in Italy, uh, updates about our life, what's going on, and informing you of different ways that you can get involved in what we're doing as the Lord is working through us in Italy. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. Jesse here today in uh, Mestre, Italy, the mainland of Venice, and this time uh, we're looking at the third quarter newsletter, and to do it today, since it's the fall season, my favorite time of the year, and uh, each day it gets darker and darker, and soon we'll be in the cold Venetian winter, uh, I decided to take some of my office work outside today, and I'm actually uh, looking out at Venice from the other side of the lagoon. So here's actually a little secret place that our neighbors showed us, where there's a beautiful little bike path uh, along the lagoon, and uh, there's a place to sit down, look at it. These are one of those it's one of those type of places that uh, not even all the locals know about, but we've been uh, blessed to be able to find this kind of place. And on whenever we get a spare moment, we like to come here and just reflect and have time outside in the nature. Birds, you'll probably hear people running by. Even as I started the the registration today, a guy was running by doing his jogging. Uh, birds are flying by. I see sailboats here. I see the beautiful the main towers of Venice. I see the islands. Uh, it's actually a really uh, beautiful place, and uh, as missionaries, we're always on the go. So today we're here in the, in the Mestre area, uh, but Lord willing, five, eight years from now, uh, we'll see uh, actual the church body will have taken form here. Elders, Italian men will be trained and uh, ordained into the ministry, the pastoral ministry, to oversee this church body, and we'll be moving on to another town, Lord willing. Uh, so it only makes sense, as, as I look at the beautiful weather today, fall season, to come out to this outside and enjoy where we live. It is a unique place in the world. Uh, looking at Venice, we're so close to it. Here comes an airplane. You might just dis- disrupt the uh, the audio quality uh, a little bit. But again, you get a feel for where we're at here. Airplanes are coming in every 10 minutes, landing in the Marco Polo Airport to take people to Venice, one of the highest tourist destinations uh, in the world. And uh, we're ministering in the mainland there uh, of Venice where all the real people live, uh, the normal people, uh, Italian people. Uh, so again, third letter or third quarter newsletter. And I'm just going to read it for us today. And uh, the beautiful thing about this is I can expound it a little bit Whenever we write or type a newsletter, we're always limited what we can share, what we can say, because there's only so much space, and we don't want to go more than two pages front and back, uh, because we know everybody's got so many things to do, they can't get all the details, everything that's going on. Uh, so these are some of the highlights, a couple things, and uh, as I'm able, though, with the audio, I am free to expound a little bit, give a little more clarity, what that might mean, what it might not mean, and uh, even talk about some of the pictures and things of that nature. Uh, typically, Jerry V joins me on, on quarterly newsletters. Today, she's at home, uh, has a high pile of laundry that she's trying to iron and, and get in order while the baby's taking a nap. So here we go. Uh, The title, yeah, third quarter newsletter, uh, starts out like this, Greetings in the Lord. Uh, We write today, again, from Italy, as it is is now changing again into the fall season. Uh, During the last part of the summer, we dedicated some special time to the word and prayer and reading of good books for the work of restoration in our hearts so we can keep fresh and vibrant in the ongoing long-term ministry. We are thankful to the Lord that Italy slows down in the month of August as it helps us uh, to recharge and keep fresh for the work that lies ahead. So sometimes it can be a real nuisance in Italy when everything shuts down in August. But in, in, uh, in the ministry, it is good to take a pause. It is good to change things up and dedicate special time to refresh and uh, revitalize your relationship with Jesus Christ. So we did that this year. We took a, a sort of sabbatical, extra time uh, in the Word, in prayer, in study. And uh, it was actually quite refreshing and we're very, very thankful for that. Uh, and here we go in the next paragraph. At the same time, we were able to spend a fair amount of time at the local parks uh, during that, that summer season, especially the last part there in August. And uh, 
doing this enabled us not just to give the baby some time out to play and make friends, but it also causes us to meet other parents and families and be a gospel witness in their lives. Uh, so that was actually quite refreshing, um, feeling, being able to be away from the regular routine, the regular work, guilt-free at the park uh, in the mornings or in the afternoon, relaxing, letting the baby play. And what do you know, all the other parents are off work also because it's August. And uh, then you're bumping in, meeting, making new relationships. And uh, we did get the gospel out to a number of people just naturally as we're hanging out with them and the babies are playing and all of that. Uh, really, really great. So we are thankful for those open doors and we ha- that we have had to evangelize and testify the gospel of the grace of God in this way also. Uh, we look forward to the day, though, when we will have other missionaries with us so we can together do more extensive and consistent outreach at the parks. Um, it is a wonderful thing to do park ministry, children's ministry. It's a great testimony for the church, being the church, going out, proclaiming the good news, uh, serving the younger folks, serving the parents, the grandparents, entertaining the kids, face paints, uh, puppets, stories, games, all that good stuff, and Jesus Christ and the gospel at the center of it all. Wonderful, wonderful thing, but it takes people to do that. And when you're just two missionaries starting things out, you are limited in what you can do. Uh, we couldn't put on a puppet show, me and Jerry v, uh, because you need two people just to hold the tent for the puppets. And uh, even if we could, uh, our own son, he's afraid of the puppets right now if he sees one and he'll run away and someone's got to watch the baby. Uh, so that's where the, the beautiful thing of working together comes in. And we do look forward to that day and we're prayerful for that day that other missionaries will come uh, soon in the near future. We pray and we're trusting God for that. And then we'll be able to do more of that kind of thing. And it's a wonderful, wonderful ministry. Um, back to the newsletter. Well, we recently did a fundraising campaign in order to purchase a cargo bike for Jerry V to give her mobility. Parentheses. She is afraid to drive a car and doesn't have a license. Close parentheses. Uh, and we praise God, though, for this provision through our gospel partners. So we did this campaign. Uh, the board and, and us, we all agreed it's a good solution for Jerry V. It is important for her to be able to get out and be about in the local community. Uh, and if she's not able to drive, that's okay. There are other solutions. Uh, and this happened to be a good one. We tested it out. We made it known, the need. And uh, God provided through a variety of different partners, and here we are today. She's now able to go in and out as she pleases, even this morning she was out, uh, took Cornelius with her, stopped in at a little baby hangout place that we're now able to go to for moms to take kids with them, let the kids play. Uh, And it only costs 10 euro a year, wonderful thing. And uh, she was able to just come and go as she pleases, which is a wonderful thing, and it takes a lot of burden off of my shoulders as well. Because when I would be uh, needing to be in the home studio, I would feel bad because I couldn't get them out. When I would be needing to be out evangelizing or doing follow-up visits and discipleship, I would feel bad because I couldn't bring them with. Uh, Here and now, I can go out, I can stay in, do what I need to, and Jerry V is also free to be in and out with the baby, grab groceries, do what she needs to as well. Wonderful, wonderful thing. We're very, very happy how the Lord provided through so many different people to provide that need. So if you're one of those people, a special thank you to you. We, We praise God for you, for your life, for your ministry in giving and praying and making it possible for us to do what we do here. Uh, we really are in this together, and it's, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, I won't read the next line because it says everything I just said, basically. Uh, uh, it is such a blessing, that cargo bike. Yep. Uh, it's great that she has the freedom. Yep. Okay. Uh, they do spend much more time, her and the baby, Jeremy and the baby, at the parks now. And they're continuing to have open doors as to, to witness of the gospel, naturally. It is a wonderful thing, that, that cargo bike for Jerry, actually, when she shows up, though we're poor, it almost looks like we're rich because not everybody has one of these things. They're a little bit more expensive. And, uh, and they see Jerry, and they see the different color skin baby, and they know it's a mix, and they, they're curious who we are, what we do, where we're from. And, and naturally, Jerry's just a fun, light person, and people really open up to her easily, and she's just so talkative and wonderful. Uh, but 
now, uh, because she's there making more of a presence at these parks, people just naturally are talking to her and the gospel. What are you here for? Well, that's a great question that you asked me. And she's able to explain uh, that we're missionaries, uh, church planners, and uh, what is the gospel. Well, that's why we're here. And a uh, great conversation started. And naturally, some people turn their shoulder and don't want anything to do with her. But others are intrigued by that and want to know more. So that's a wonderful thing. Um, at the same time, yeah, I'm freed up. Okay, I already mentioned all that, so I won't read it and exaggerate that that point. There is a photo of the cargo bike. It's on the, the front page here of our newsletter. There's a photo of the three of us together, me, Jeremy, and Cornelius, in the mountains. Uh, other photos we have through social media, things like that, that show some of the, uh, the, the splendor of this place, really tucked away up in the Alps there. Absolutely gorgeous place, unbelievable. The air is so fresh. Really, really great place that we found there. Uh, thankfully to our, our friends from uh, Missionary Friends and, and the small church plant taking form in north of Udine uh, for inviting us out and letting us be a part of that as well. Very encouraging time, wonderful time, and uh, there's a photo of that little gathering there, some of the members of their church, us, and uh, great, great time. Um, that's also a photo on the newsletter. If you remember a previous newsletter from before the summer, the beginning of the summer, we talked about how this year we actually were harvesting or planting uh, crops in our yard, grow bags, things of that nature. We had peppers, cucumbers, uh, eggplants, uh, uh, zucchini, all that kind of stuff, a bunch of different things, radishes, salad, all kinds of stuff. And uh, it was actually uh, it was a new hobby for us, but also a bit symbolic because it reminded us that we're in a process of growth. Uh, there is a seed that needs to be sown. It's the gospel. There's a watering that needs to be happening. It's the follow-up type stuff we do with people and the good deeds that we do. And then there's the growth factor, which only God can produce. Some seeds stay in the ground forever. Other seeds get taken away by by birds, and even as we see, some seeds that grow and produce, bugs get you know all over them and stuff. We are in a fallen world. There is spiritual warfare. All kinds of crazy stuff goes on on the mission field. Uh, but in any case, uh, <laughs> all that to say, uh, here's a couple peppers, some things that we did produce this year that were absolutely delicious, and we're still getting some coming in now. Cornelius and, and, and Jeremy harvested a couple eggplants today as well. So stuff is still coming in, and here we are in the beginning of October. Uh, but there's a beautiful photo of those peppers, red peppers that came in here. Uh, we're thankful for that, for that growth we are seeing, and we're trusting still uh, to see more spiritual growth happen as we continue to evangelize and stay faithful to that task, also follow up and begin discipleship, uh, at least with one new person we have right now uh, who we're praying for in other uh, contexts that we have as well. Uh, but we hope to see a lot more contacts in the next season here. Uh, last photo would be a picture of uh, what's called here Cristianesimo Spiegato, Christianity Explained. Wonderful little course. Heard about it through the Nine Marks Ministry, I believe it was, or the Ligonier Ministry. Uh, yeah, great, great thing. We've learned more about it. Great way to uh, to lead people to the Lord in a, in a slow but systematic process. Six weeks, six different studies, looking at who Jesus is, what he said, what it means, uh, justification, by, justification by faith, not by works, etc. What it means to be a disciple, what it means to be under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. These kinds of things all explained a little bit at a time in a way that's understandable for the average person who has no idea what the Bible says, which is everybody in Italy. Every Italian. They have no idea what the Bible says. Nobody ever read it. Nobody reads it. They're not told to read it. And so it's a great approach, and we're, we're praying to be able to kick that off now. And we're offering this course a way to do it either in private with small groups or with everyone who does their English course, a follow-up approach. If they want more English, we can talk a little bit in English, but also they can have an opportunity to, to go deeper and understand what is Christianity really. Because everything I've seen is one thing, and I don't like it. I don't agree with it. It's weird. And authentic Christianity, what would that look like? And this course would really help someone to get a firm grip on that and hopefully... Uh, exposed to the gospel. Also, we'll see the Holy Spirit cause people to be born again. So that's our desire for that as well. Uh, those are the photos on the front page. Flipping to the back, uh, we have two sections here. One talks about our Practical Missions Cohort, a short update on that, what's going on with the mission. 
and then church planning uh, to reach Italian Italians. We're not just church planning because it's our own idea or anything like that, but it is uh, proven it's God's method, the local church, uh, the ordinary means of grace for reaching lost people. Uh, church planning does uh, make evangelism happen on a consistent, regular, ongoing basis, and so we are all about uh, church planting uh, to see more people saved. So it says here in this section, I'll read it and expound as, as, as I'm led, I, think, I guess. What we are praying for most is not just for our hearts to be fully dedicated to the Lord's will and to desire Him above all, but we're also praying for laborers to come and to join us. Missionaries, laborers. Jesus said, pray for laborers to be sent into the harvest. We're praying for some of those to come join us. There's so many out there, we're sure, uh, and we believe the Lord has some that He's even predestined to come and join and be a part of what we're doing in this time, in this place, uh, as we labor here. Uh, so we're looking for the laborers to help us engage the lost, to help us make disciples and strengthen the disciples as the Lord Himself continues to build His church here through us. What kind of laborers are we looking for? Short-term laborers, internship people, people who are willing to do an internship, ESL instructors. If you're good with ESL, teaching English as a second language, you can come serve for three months at a time. Uh, six months, even just dedicate a year, two years for that particular ministry. Let that be your main focus. Great way to build relationships. Great way to let people see the real church, reaching out, doing things without asking any money, uh, blessing people. Another way you can be a laborer is through long-term, long-term missions. A two-year term, a four-year term. Uh, and then when you evaluate that process and, and see if it's a good fit or not, you can come and serve in a variety of ways uh, in this bigger picture of church planning uh, here in Italy. Uh, so there's a variety of ways available, and those are the kind of pe people uh, we're looking for and praying for. Uh, so we're humbled to say that in the coming months, potentially, uh, we could be finalizing the needed association for the church plan in Italy and beginning our own ESL outreach, even even though it's just us right now. Uh, we could set up, uh, potentially, a Friday night course at this point, uh, at least six to eight people, and begin for five, six weeks at a time, uh, helping them with their English, building relationships that way, and getting the gospel out in that setting, uh, being a blessing to other people. Uh, so we now found a location at a fair price, potentially, and we could use it for ESL classes once per week, uh, and then once we get more missionaries, uh, we can do even more classes every night of the week, perhaps, even in the mornings. Uh, please join us in prayer for this. Uh, continue to pray as we keep on evangelizing through literature distributions on a regular basis. Also pray for our track distributions going out on a daily basis. Uh, pray the Lord grant us more contacts, another way to pray for us, and also open doors to evangelize as we trust Him to regenerate and save according to His will and His timing. So please join us in prayer for a new outreach we are now organizing called Christianity Explained. I already talked about that from the front page. Uh, we believe this will be a great way in our context uh, for us to follow up and evangelize new contacts during six studies through the Gospel of Mark. Uh, those are some highlights and, and info for you uh, for on church planning here in Italy. Uh, practical Missions Cohort, the last section, takes us to this. Uh, the PMC Mission, Practical Missions Cohort, we call it PMC, uh, from the beginning has been designed to stay small. And that's contrary to the way of the world, in, in a certain sense. Uh, usually when we create something or start something, our dream is always big. We have this huge mega structure. And big things are awesome. Big things are really great. Uh, but there is a place for small things uh, in the Lord's kingdom. Uh, even when you just think about it, that Jesus didn't start a big organization. He got himself 12 disciples, and he trained them personally for, th for three years, 
and then he sent them out. It was a select group of people with a very specific task, and the world has been changed forever as a result of that. Uh, the gospel continues to go out. The church continues to grow on a daily basis. Uh, so in any case, we have been designed from the beginning to stay small. Cohorts in Roman times were varied in size, but they were never massive armies. Some co cohorts seem to have been like special forces teams sent on specific missions, something like the Navy SEALs of today. We at PMC see ourselves this way. We have a specific mission with a specific task evangelizing and discipling to the end of church planting. To fulfill our task, for example, we have to say no to many great possibilities in order to effectively and faithfully complete our, our unique mission. We have to master certain skills, apply ourselves only to certain things, and abide in our leader and master, Jesus Christ. If small Roman cohorts forgot who they were and what they were called to do, they would have ended up fighting the wrong battles or consuming their energies and resources. As a result, the entire military enterprise would have suffered. For us, it is the same. We know that all the other great ministry possibilities that come to us uh, will be uh, for after the church is planted. At the time when Italian men become recognized, ordained as the church's pastors, we take leave to move on. We discipline ourselves now by His grace to keep at our specific task and role in Jesus' greater work. May we all seek to know our part in His greater work, master it, and then keep at it until Jesus Christ returns. That's our prayer for you guys as well, that you would know your specific role uh, in His greater work. Play it, play that role, master that role, and just keep at it. Too often in our day, with all the technology and all the rapidly changing things, flashing before our eyes on our, on our touch screens, uh, we get bored so easily now. And we get distracted. And we lose our focus. And we move on to different things. Much of Christianity is keeping faithful to the old things. Uh, staying focused on the task. Not getting distracted. Uh, so that's our prayer for you guys as well. For us and for you. Uh, that being said, we are not looking for many missionaries. Uh, we are looking and praying for some men and women that are called and gifted to serve the Lord here. We're looking for some. Uh, we are looking for those who are truly content in the Lord, knowledgeable of His Word, able to teach it to others. They're learners, able to adapt, to adapt to Italian culture and learn the language, willing to suffer for Christ and endure all things for the sake of the elect, 2 Timothy 2.10, and to fight the good fight, 1 Timothy 6.12, and people who are desiring to see Jesus' church grow among the truly unreached. Those are the folks we're looking for and praying for. So we invite you to please join us in prayer, specifically that the Lord would send, indeed, more laborers. Join us in prayer for that. Uh, if you do nothing else as a result of hearing this podcast or, or reading this newsletter, receiving this newsletter, uh, let it be uh, to pray for more laborers to be sent from the Lord to us here in this season. Uh, so we have paved the way, and the door is now open for more to come in. Uh, like those initial soldiers that go and set up camp, we've done that. Camp is set up, we've paved the way, the door is now open behind us for those who the Lord will send our way. Uh, so there are a variety of ways that you, someone you know, and or your church can get involved personally in this mission. There really are ways that you can get involved. Uh, so please don't hesitate 
to reach out and begin a conversation with us. We'd be happy to talk about uh, how you or someone you know might be a good fit into this ministry. And uh, our closing verse uh, is from 2 Timothy 2, 3 to 4. And Paul says this to Brother Timothy, Share in suffering, Timothy, as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits since his aim is to please the one who enlisted him. Share in suffering as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits since his aim is to please the one who enlisted him. The one who enlisted us, all disciples, is Jesus Christ himself. We want to aim, let it be our desire, our everyday aim to please our master, the one who enlisted us. Uh, there's a section on here of prayer requests and a section of partnering. I'll go ahead and mention these couple things and then we'll close out this, uh, this recording, this podcast episode for today. Uh, the partnering is very important. We never talk about funds and what we need and finances, but as faith-based missionaries, it is important once in a while that I, that I mention this. Uh, to live in Italy, ideally you need for a couple or a family at least $3,500 every month. Uh, other mission agencies, big ones that want you to have retirement plans and all kinds of other wild stuff, they even ask up to six or $7,000 a month, other parts of Europe. And uh, for us, that's a bit exaggerated, we think. We, we can just still live a simple life and be very fruitful with even half of that. Uh, so 3500 a month, though, is what we need. And where does that support come from for us? From individuals, mostly, uh, but also churches, church bodies that together set a budget for missions, global missions, how they want to be involved and who they want to partner with. And they see Jesse, Jerry, Practical Missions Code, and they say, that's the kind of ministry we want to be a part of. And they give on a monthly or quarterly basis to, uh, to this ministry, enabling us to receive uh, the funds we need to live and, and bear fruit here in this land and do ministry. Uh, so we are faith-based missionaries. And uh, that being said, we just ask prayerfully, if you're not already a partner, if you are a partner, thank you. you you're the backbone of this ministry. We do absolutely nothing without you. And uh, so everything we do, Everyone who gets saved and every disciple that's being made, is uh, you're connected to that. You're a part of that. Uh, if you're not already supporting a missionary, if you're an individual, uh, it's something we personally, we encourage everybody to support someone. We even have our own person that we support, a uh, minister of the gospel in, in the Philippines. Uh, but we, we think every Christian should be involved personally in supporting a missionary or a church planner in some fashion. Uh, but if you're not doing that and you, and you feel led to, well, one way you could is by, by giving to, to us, to Practical Missions Cohort by giving directly to Practical Missions Cohort, even the general fund, which covers ministry supplies and things of that nature. Um, yeah, and uh, or if you know anyone who, who might be interested in supporting a ministry like this, uh, we would ask you, please uh, pass it on. Let, pass the word on. Let them know this is an opportunity. Uh, funds really are an important part of ministry. Even we see the apostle needing funds at times. He hoped to stop in and visit the folks in Rome to encourage them, the mutual blessing and all that. But then Paul wanted to get some funding from the Roman church and move up into Spain and continue there. Didn't work out the way he hoped, but in any case, it makes it clear. He points out missionaries need funds, uh, need people to help partner with them in the greater work because not everybody can go, but everybody can give and be a part. Uh, now, how do you go about giving? Uh, there's information on our website, practicalmissions.org slash donate. Uh, you can just look at it there. But basically, you have two options, give online or send a check. Uh, the office is 500 Westover Drive, number 179, or one. 10079 Sanford, North Carolina 27330. You can mail to that address uh, or you can go online at, at the website I just just mentioned and you can do the online donation there with a, with a credit card, uh, even just a bank deposit kind of thing as well. Uh, and you can set that up as a monthly partner, which is the best, really. That's the best way when we get monthly donations. It makes us more steady 
and less having to stay on our knees all day begging God, praying to God for funds because we know there's a steady income that he's already provided. Uh, wonderful thing. Uh, or you can do a one-time donation if you feel led to do that as well. Quarterly, uh, all kinds of options are available. Uh, prayer requests. Um, let's see, new missionaries. Already talked about that a lot, so please do pray for that. Pray for uh, a group of believers here in Mestre where we're laboring and evangelizing. A group of core believers to take form. Uh, that'll be the core group of the church plant and through that then the ministry will continue to grow the church will continue to grow and we'll continue reaching out to more lost people pray for that to happen though a core group of believers to take form uh, even before the end of the year uh, pray for this location about uh, teaching English and hosting small public Bible studies if we want pray for that location pray for help to make that all work out clearly and smoothly uh, pray for some folks to come on vision trips this is another thing I didn't mention before but vision trips are important a great way for churches to get exposed to the ministry here in Italy and talk about long-term partnering uh, and, and all the different possibilities for that. We had some great folks from Missouri come out recently. It wasn't quite a mission, uh, vision trip, but nonetheless, they got a vision for the ministry here by meeting with us, talking, uh, and potentially, Lord willing, uh, we may see some of them back here. Uh, uh, pray also for people to fill the roles here on the on field in Italy, uh, the role of administrator. We're praying about a person to play that role, help out with a lot of the logistics. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.